Welcome to HBCU Excellence, where we spotlight and tell the stories of prestigious historically black college graduates. So stay tuned and let's get ready. Hi everyone, my name is Andrea Hence Evans and I'm here with my co-host Ashley Deadweiler-Jones and we are so excited about HBCU Excellence. And today we are bringing you more excellence, Mr. Chris Evans. And I know what y'all are saying, y'all think it's my husband, Chris Evans, but it's my Morehouse brother, Chris Evans. And Chris Evans is a king, but not only a Morehouse king, he is T-Shirt King, okay? So he's the owner of T-Shirt King, and we're gonna talk to him about that. And he also has a foundation, I Am A King Foundation. And so we're gonna talk about that too. So Chris Evans, welcome to this interview today, and tell us about yourself. Awesome, awesome. Thank you guys for having me on, uh, representing that awesome class of 98, uh, just like you guys. So I am Chris Evans uh, from Kansas City, Missouri, uh, attended Morehouse College and graduated in 1998, attended from 94 to 98, um, majored in finance, worked in consulting and worked for an internet startup for a while. And then I went to the University of Michigan Business School and from there, returned back to Kansas City to run the family business. Excellent. Chris, you clearly have a phenomenal resume, right? And you've taken um, a lot of major steps after Morehouse, but we want to know a lot about how Morehouse shaped you. And even taking a step back, you know, tell us how you got to Morehouse. And then once you got there, some very, you know, some of the more pivotal moments that you had that changed your life. Right, right. I was one of those, uh, those students that went to Morehouse sight unseen. So I had never been to Atlanta, Georgia before freshman orientation. Uh, and what inspired me to really go to Morehouse was uh, honestly Bill Cosby, a different world, and seeing that imagery uh, of black excellence. And it was just exciting. It's something that you know you don't see too often here in the Midwest. Had a couple of friends that had older sisters that went to Spelman and they came home one time for Christmas. I said, I gotta go where they are. And so that inspired me at probably seventh, eighth grade to say, I'm going to Morehouse College. And again, never went to visit, but that was a dream. I had that application in front of Graves Hall and just had those pictures of black men and that imagery. I said, I had to be there. So that's what really, really pushed me to, to go to Morehouse. Um, coming out of high school, I was very, very good in math. Everybody said, you gotta be an engineer. You gotta be an engineer because you're good in math. And when I went to Morehouse, I learned about investment banking. And that just blew my mind because in my world, all you could do if you were good in math was be an engineer or maybe an architect. And so being, Morehouse exposed me to so many different careers and different flavors of black people, different types of black people, different cultures within the black community. So Morehouse really just opened my mind to a whole new world. I love that. And you know, speaking of a different world, right, that inspired me too to go to Spelman. And being in, in the AUC period, it's like being in a different world. Um, but you actually are still very active in the alumni group and just in our class. And so I want you to talk more about that. Like, tell us more about your community um, in college and your community outside of college and what you do for the community. Right, so a lot, a lot of my inspiration comes because I didn't know a lot about Morehouse uh, when I left Kansas City. So when I moved home, uh, one of those things top on the priority is how can we expose more kids 
uh, more young men, more leaders to things that HBCUs and specifically Morehouse had to offer. Uh, so when I moved home, we revitalized our uh, Kansas City alumni chapter. Um, now I am the president of our chapter as well as the regional vice president of the, uh, of the Morehouse National Alumni Association. And a lot of it is just keeping our brothers engaged, our alums engaged, and spreading the word um, to students, current students. We spend a lot of time doing, recruit, making, doing recruiting efforts. And we are a very small chapter, but spreading that message is important. Uh, one of the things that kind of really energized me was we had a student here that really, really wanted to do investment banking. So that struck a chord with me. And he was trying to decide whether to um, take a full ride to Morehouse College or go to the University of Pennsylvania and have to pay. And in my mind, it was just not even, you know, there was nothing, nothing to decide, it wasn't even a decision. Um, so that just cued me in that we really, really need to express and stress uh, the benefits of going to Morehouse. Now, Chris, you clearly um, have an allegiance to Morehouse participating on such a high level with the alumni chapter and giving back and encouraging young men to follow in your footsteps. Um, can you share with us maybe like a relationship, a time, a, 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 just something at Morehouse that really was life-changing and game-changing for you? The uh, Morehouse College Spring Tour, um, business students, usually 20 to 30 business students go somewhere internationally. And my junior year, I went to Brazil, Rio, Brazil, and uh, South Africa. And so that kind of really put the stake in it. This was the, this was the correct decision. This is going to power me forward. You know, the guys that went along with me, uh, we went as a group. Um, we stay, stay in close contact, like Lamar Jones, Rod Hardiman. Rob McCann, all of those guys going on and doing great things, have done great things and even, you know, planning greater things. That was kind of that one Morehouse thing where like, wow, this is amazing. I remember we climbed uh, Table Mountain in uh, South Africa, Cape Town, South Africa. It probably took us, you know, hour, hour and a half to get to the top of the mountain, but I cried the whole way down. We looked out over the ocean um, just walking down, I cried the whole way down, and I was just literally speechless, you know, thinking about um, family members that had never left Kansas City, thinking about, you know, just how did I end up on this beautiful continent just because I went to Morehouse College. Wow, what an inspiring story and an incredible opportunity uh, to be a teenager and travel international with your Morehouse brothers. That is incredible. It sounds Amazing. And I just want to ask you, so you, let's step back. You said that you got a finance degree and then you ended up going back home, but you are the t-shirt king. So <laughs> how did we go from finance to t-shirts? What actually got you into the t-shirt business as an entrepreneur? Right. So even as a kid, I was always an entrepreneur. When I was in the eighth grade. I asked for a pair of clippers um, to start cutting hair. And so having that ability to make money when you want to make money on your time was something that was always in me. When I went to the University of Michigan, I came home for spring break and it was around the time my dad was, you know, ready to retire. He said, well, won't you, you know, come on down to the shop with me for, for a week or so, a few days while you're here. So I went down there and really started looking around and, you know, seeing what my parents had built. And mind you, they worked this as a part-time thing. So both of them had full-time jobs. So this was kind of a just a side job for them. Um, and then I, you know, between that first and second year of business school, people typically have some high powered internship. 
And so while I was there, I said, you know what? I'm gonna spend this summer, um, quote unquote, interning with T-Shirt King. And if it doesn't work out, I'll have that fall recruiting season and I'll have a story to tell. So I came home and just fell in love with it. Um, literally, there's the community aspects of working with schools, churches, preachers, small businesses, uh, major corporations. Then there's the, the money side of it, the business side, the technical side, um, managing cash flows. What's the right investment to make? How do you do your marketing? So all of those things came into play, but you know, it was, you know, when I went back to school and said, you know, I don't even need a resume. I'm going home and selling t-shirts. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Everybody, even my mama, you know, everybody was like, are you sure you want to do that? Um, but you know, when your heart pulls you in a direction at the time I was single, didn't have a family, I wanted to take a chance. That was the time to take the chance when it was just me. Um, so I took the chance, made the leap and haven't looked back since. And you know what, Chris, you mentioned family. And that's one thing I love about you. You're not just a Morehouse man, but you're a family man. You know, um, I hate the fact that I won't see you this year. I doubt we'll see each other this year on the yard because of COVID-19, right. unless something miraculous happens. But you're, you're also doing tons of things in the community. Um, can you talk to us about your, your foundation and how you're impacting others? First of all, Ashley, I have to say every morning I wake up and say, you know, I'm not going to do any exercise today. I'm tired. But then I wake up and you've already been up for an hour sweating and jamming. You know, it's, it's that motivation. So I appreciate you for that. I appreciate you schooling your sons on the basketball court. That, that, is, that is definitely motivation. But, but family is everything, you know. So uh, with the I Am King Foundation, we play a lot of Little League baseball. And the inspiration was I learned a lot of base lessons playing baseball growing up. And I wanted to create an environment where my kids could have that same type of community feel, that same type of leadership, seeing uh, other black men encourage them. So we created the I Am King Foundation. This is our, actually our 10th year of playing baseball. We've coached over 100 kids in Kansas City. Uh, we've um, been able to take those kids to travel. We've been to, to Memphis. We've been to Cooperstown, New York, which is a huge, huge thing for 12-year-olds in baseball. So it, kind of that same Morehouse, how can we expose these kids to things greater. Um, one of the things that the I Am King Foundation does in partnership with uh, Merrill Benneken, who's also a Morehouse 98 grad. Um, he's in Kansas City and works for the police department. Um, we do a thing called Badges in Baseball, which bridges the gap between black kids and police officers. And so the officers will come out and they will run the different stations or drills and the kids will have a, a chance to interact with them on just an athletic level. Um, and one of the things that's amazing about that is, um, this is the sixth year doing it, is that the officers actually seem to benefit more than the kids. Um, you know, one of the things about police officers, we kind of paint that image that they're great public speakers and we expect them to be able to do everything, but they're, they're nervous talking to kids. They're nervous, you know, having to discuss different topics and answer questions, just like everybody else. And so seeing that human element, you know, helps you to understand and realize that these are people too. And so I think it's a big win for everybody. Well, kudos to you for paying it forward and giving back because you are a busy entrepreneur, a family man, and to take the time to still give back says a lot about you. And I just want to ask you, was there one person at Morehouse that motivated you or mentored you that you can tell us about? Oh, wow. There were, you know, 
you have ton, your professors, you have tons and tons of mentors, but I say the one that probably stood out above and beyond was the uh, late Benjamin McLaurin, who was the director of career development at Morehouse. And he really, uh, really, you know, kind of cleaned everybody up. When you see that, uh, I forget the name of the challenge, but where they put the thing to your face and it comes back. Mr. McLaurin, or yeah, Mr. McLaurin did that with so many students. Um, I remember coming to him and saying, yeah, I'm an En-ROADS intern. I already got a job, but you know, I'm gonna come take this little class, whatever. He's like, well, first off, you're gonna shave off that goatee if you're trying to really do something, you know, and, and change the message on your answer machine if you really want somebody to call you. So he really kind of takes, took those kids in and, and turned us into businessmen. So Mr. McLaurin was responsible for the spring tour. That was one of the, the programs that he created, uh, taking kids all around the world. But, you know, when I was there, I can remember my senior year, uh, we had a rotation of investment banks were coming, consulting companies were coming, pharmaceutical companies were coming. And literally we had to, you know, the 50 or 60 business students that were really trying to get jobs, we had to rotate, okay, man, you gotta go to dinner with them, I'm tired. You know, so there was an abundance of opportunities, abundance of jobs, but Mr. McLaurin really built that and really created that, um, in my opinion, created that Morehouse creates great business students. Great, and, and at your time at Morehouse, I'm sure you had tons of fun, but if there's anything that you, well, I know you had tons of fun because we were all having fun, <laughs> but if there's anything that you could look back and, and change, if there's anything you could look back and change, is there something that you would, you would do differently? Something that I would do different. I mean, I really, really, really thoroughly enjoyed everything. Um, the only thing that I could probably think is I probably would have started with extracurricular things uh, as soon as I hit the ground um, in terms of a major. I really kind of started my sophomore year, which wasn't too late, but I just felt like I didn't do enough my freshman year in terms of it was more social the freshman year. I'll put it that way. Um, but just in terms of getting engaged in extracurricular clubs and things early on is, is probably the, the biggest thing. Well, you know, I'm dying to say this, so don't laugh at me, but you got to Atlanta and you said we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I, I just had to, I just had to throw that out there. But you are so inspiring, and I want to go back to being the T-shirt king uh, because right. many of you support Kid Janeer and love our shirts, and we get all of our shirts um, from Chris Evans. So I just want to say that the service is excellent, the quality is excellent, and they'll even work with you for designs. You know, I had some ideas about throwing some stuff on a shirt, and Chris said, look, I'm the king here. I'm the T-shirt king. Let me handle this. And and everything has been great. So I definitely want to encourage you all to support his business because he ships worldwide. Um, so that's the first thing. Uh, but you know, it's interesting because when you think of being an entrepreneur, like you said, it's not like you aspire to be the t-shirt king, but you really are. The name fits your business. So for entrepreneurs that are watching and want some encouragement, can you give them some tips, some words of wisdom about what they could do to be an entrepreneur and be successful as an entrepreneur like you are? The first thing is, you know, I did go to business school, have an MBA, but do not let the planning phase slow you down. You'll never have all the answers. Your spreadsheet will never add up correctly. Um, banks will always tell you no. Your marketing plan will never, never work the way it's supposed to. So at some point, you just have to take that leap and believe in what it is that you want to do 
and create and go. Again, Morehouse College, University of Michigan, a top business school, and I decided I was going to do t-shirts. You know, there was a lot of doubt. There was a lot. Of, there were a lot of people saying, "That's you know, what are, what are you doing with your life?" and question it. But when you take the time to believe and decide that this is the route you're going to go, you have to make it work. Um, and you know, even in these COVID-19 times, I think some of the small businesses are surviving and will come back and bounce back even and harder because they've been forced to be creative and they've been forced to not go the, the paved road and make their own path. And so don't give up, trust yourself, believe and keep focused and, and work, 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 work. Again, the plan is never gonna look good on paper. You know, you're not gonna be able to present and get those rounds of venture capital funding or even just a regular bank loan but come up with a way if you believe and make it work. Excellent. Now, after that amazing endorsement from Andrea, could you please tell us where to go if we wanna work with you on t-shirts and if we wanna donate back to your foundation, give us all your information. How do we contact yep. So the t-shirt King website is www.kingpromo.com, K-I-N-G-P-R-O-M-O.com. The nonprofit is IamKingFoundation.org. IamKingFoundation.org. All right, Mr. Chris Evans, we want to thank you for being a leader, for being a leader in your business, as well as in your family, as well as in the community. You are definitely HBCU excellence, and we want to thank you for joining us today and sharing this amazing and inspiring story. And keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. This is this is awesome. I, I certainly recommend it to any HBCU and especially the, the young students that are aspiring to go to HBCUs. One of the greatest things is an HBCU is the gift that keeps on giving. Sorry about that. That's me. <laughs> um, HBCUs are the gift that keeps on giving. It's not just a four-year program. It's a lifelong commitment, a lifelong fraternity, a lifelong sorority. So just the fact that, you know, 20 plus years after graduation, we're still connecting, reaching out, smiling, watching kids grow up playing the French horn, basketball, you know, everything is, it's amazing. And I really, really appreciate what you ladies are doing. Well, thank you again. And we appreciate you. Keep up the amazing work and we will post all your information. So get ready to be flooded with t-shirt orders. And I'm sure that's somebody already calling you now. So thank you again. Thank you. Greatly appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining us on HBCU Excellence.